Welcome to podcast episode number five of the Strong Chicks Rock podcast. I'm super jazzed to have you guys here. Again, I adore doing these podcasts. It's just, you know what it feels like? It feels like a conversation with you and me, you sitting in your car, you sitting on the train, you taking a walk with your dog. I feel like I'm there with you. I'm just having a conversation. We're just talking about self-love. We're talking about sex. We're talking about nutrition. We're talking about binge eating. We're talking about the things, you and me, babe. That's what we're doing. So that's why I love it. In today's conversation, it's just me. I don't have a guest on today. I'm going to have a guest on next week who is a nutritionist, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear her take on living a holistic lifestyle and what that really means. But today, today... We're getting down with why is self-love important? So if you follow me on social media, any form of social media, you read my blog, you know me in real life, you're one of my clients, you stalk me from afar, whatever, uh, you know that Strong Chicks Rock is deeply rooted in self-love. Self-love is why I have Strong Chicks Rock. You know, when I created Strong Chicks Rock, I experienced, it was because I experienced hate in my body for the first time after I had my son almost five years ago. I, I, well, I lived in a delusional world where I thought that my body was going to be untouched from pregnancy. I thought I was going to look exactly like I did before I got pregnant. Uh, well, to my surprise, 40 pounds was just chilling on my body. And my skin had stretched and I have stretch marks on my stomach and I have stretch marks on my thighs and my boobs look weird. Well, they looked weird to me at the time. I love them now. And uh, I was like, what is this? And I looked in the mirror with absolute disgust. (laughs) Honestly, this is horrible to say, but I would have rather died than live in that body. And I know that sounds dramatic, But I had never felt such disgust, such hate. So coming from a family of personal trainers, literally, you know, my mother, who isn't in my life, but she was a personal trainer. Uh, My dad's a strength and conditioning coach. My brother is a personal trainer. And my sister is um, coming into the fitness industry herself as well. So I grew up in it. Fitness was my life. Uh... It was everything I knew. So when I had my son and I experienced hate in my body for the first time, that was a really rough part of my life. Uh, Many negative things happened. An eating disorder stemmed from it. Hate, low self-confidence. I was horribly ridden with anxiety. I had such bad social anxiety and a lot of it stemmed from my body, that I wouldn't even go and meet with my husband's family because I I was so anxious that I couldn't even be in the car. I was so anxious that I didn't even want to get in front of them because I hated myself that much. So backtracking a little bit. Um, Because I had grown up in the fitness industry, I was too embarrassed to ask my dad for help, even though I knew he would have helped me. Um, I think that he could physically feel the vibrations and energy I was giving off into the universe. And it was just looking at me. I mean, I looked at the ground. I wouldn't look up. I, I, I hated my body with every fiber in my being. So instead of asking my dad for help, I went online. 
And after days of just kind of scrolling online, I realized I didn't like any of the programs that I was finding because the programs were just that. They were, they were programs to get abs. They were programs to have lean legs. They were programs to do this and this and this and this. And even though I didn't know much about self-love at the time, I knew what I wanted was to not hate my body. I knew I didn't want abs in six days. I wanted to be happy. And I wasn't resonating with any of these programs. So I started Strong Chicks Rock. I mean, I, I became a trainer and I you know did my stuff with nutrition. And I started Strong Chicks Rock because I, I wanted to love my body. And it was as I was going through that journey that I knew I had to come out on the other side. I had to come out on the other side of my eating disorder. I had to come out on the other side through the journey to become happy. And I knew if I could do that, that I could do the same thing for other women. And that is why I'm so passionate about Strong Chicks Rock. Because it's my life. It's, it's not who I am. You know, Strong Chicks Rock doesn't define me. But I believe that my purpose is to bring women home into their bodies. I believe that my purpose is to be the pathway for women to learn how to love their bodies. I know what feeling at war with your body is like. I know what it's like to hate your body. I know what it's like to feel disgusted with where you're at. And I also know what it's like to feel extreme joy. I know what it's like to be happy, to be naked and happy, to be intimate and happy and not have to worry about your body. And that is why self-love is important. You know, when we don't have self-love, we don't have a deep love for our body, we're disconnected from it. We feel worthless. We don't feel worthy of love of anything. We're angry. We eat to numb our pain. And then we create guilt and shame because of the eating. So I want you to think about this imagery. You know, why is self-love important? So I want you to think about the beginning stages of a relationship. Do you remember that? Do you remember what it feels like? I do because I'm going through it and it's real fun. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got really excited there for a second. With the beginning parts of a relationship, you know, so think about that first one to three months. How do you interact with that person? You know, uh, I can tell you what I'm going through. You know, there are no mean words, there's kindness. You speak with love, you show up. 100% of the time, not just physically, but mentally, you are there. You know, when you're with that person, you're with them. You give them your attention. You create time for them. You create space for them. They have no flaws in your eyes because you are so in love. There is only beauty. You see only the good. You keep your promises to them. You're there. You're with them. You're kind. You're honest. You don't let them down. So we have this, you know, really happy imagery now in your in your brain of what that 
yeah, that awesome, that beginning part of that relationship is like. Now, fast forward a year, maybe two, what does that look like? Maybe for you, that looks really great. So if you're in a really great relationship, just keep listening. I'll relate it to you in another way. But maybe, you know, I'll use one of my past relationships as an example. Um, But it got a little shaky, got a little rough. Maybe you stopped showing up. Maybe you, you know, you started to see their flaws and you, you weren't down with it. So let's change that. Let's, let's take that imagery and then let's bring it on to ourselves. So can you imagine what it would be like if you treated yourself the way you treat that honeymoon phase of a relationship? Now granted, in a honeymoon stage, you know, while it's all rainbows and butterflies, everything still isn't perfect and that's just how self-love is going to be. You know, every day, you know, I don't want you to hear me saying, you know, self-love should be like the honeymoon stage and you know, some days you may wake up and you, you you may be on your period and you feel like a beached whale and that is okay. But self-love matters because when we aren't in the flow of it, we let ourselves down. We act as a doormat for other people. We aren't connected to our body. We aren't experiencing passion joy, happiness, confidence. We show up as different parts of ourselves for different people because we aren't fully confident in who we are. Can you relate to that at all? I know that I can. When I was in a place of not having self-love, to each friend and family member I had, I would show up as a different version of Rachel. You think, you know, really funny girls are attractive or beautiful, well, I'm going to be the funniest person you know. Uh, You think that blue is like the hottest color in the world? Okay, well, I'm going to wear all blue. You know, I am blue, blue, all the blue. Um, We have no sense of self when we are not in the flow of self-love. So knowing all of this, knowing that with self-love comes a sense of self-worth, comes a connection within the body, comes showing up 100%, comes fulfilling the promises we make to ourselves. I mean, that sounds like a damn good world and why wouldn't we want that? But I think that as women, we don't know any different because from a very young age, we are just conditioned to believe that that our beauty is what we have to offer, that our bodies is what we have to offer. And gosh damn it, we have so much more to offer the world than that. But because society makes us feel like all we have is our physical features, all we have is our body. Do you have abs? Do you have a thigh gap? Is your hair long and blonde? Are you super tan? Are you wearing the cutest outfit? If you don't have those things or whatever your definition of beauty is, we feel ugly. When you feel ugly, it's really hard to create a sense of wholeness You know, when I didn't feel whole in my body, I would eat to numb the feelings. I would lie to myself and others to appear whole even when I wasn't. I slowly fell like deeper and deeper into just the spiral of self-hate and I didn't even know who I was. Sex any kind of intimate moments 
were extremely, extremely like I I felt like I was I was not even in my body because I was so panicked about what is my body doing? How, you know, does it look okay? Can you see my stretch marks? Is it is it weird? Am I like a weird mom who has stretch marks? Is it like you know, it's that disconnection from our bodies. So. Can you, can you see a little bit why self-love matters? It matters because when we have it, we can show up not just to a relationship. It's not just about intimacy, but we can show up to a relationship, confident, whole, not needing the other person to validate us. When we feel like we have pieces missing, like we're not in line with our flow, we're not feeling the love within our bodies. When we feel like we have those pieces missing, we seek validation through others. We need their approval to feel okay. And I don't know about you, but seeking validation from others, nothing makes me feel worse than that. In my mind, I think I want it. I want, the, you know, will these jeans impress them? Will my hair down impress them? Will these five pounds that I lose impress them? And then you lose five pounds and they don't see it. They don't care. They don't notice. But when we're in the flow, when we do love ourselves, we feel whole. We feel connected to our body. And with that breeds confidence. It breeds empowered decision-making about your life, about your food. So we're not numbing to eat anymore or eating to numb the pain. So with that being said, I want to show you or tell you what self-love looks like in my life. You know, I think that people get this imagery of, oh, she's a trainer. Self-love is probably so easy for her. Oh, fancy, fancy. And um, it's not that way. You know, I try to be really transparent with you guys on Instagram and Facebook and my blog. And I try to tell you different ways in which I love myself because it looks different every single day. Every day, it's, it's different. So today I had a really cool moment of meeting with a friend, um, a really good friend, and we went to this tea salon downtown. And um, when I didn't love myself, I was anxious. I think I said that in the beginning of this. I was really anxious all the time. And so, I, which would mean that I didn't go anywhere. I didn't, like I literally going into the store made me anxious. So I had really low self-confidence. Uh, and today I went downtown. I arrived like 30 minutes early because I wanted some time alone. And I ordered my tea, you know, and, and I just sat there and I was like, wow, like you did this thing on your own. And I know that sounds really silly to you guys, but but having the moment of stepping in out of my comfort zone because I am an extreme introvert and going out, going downtown, going to a new place, that was me showing up for myself. <laughs> that was me showing myself love. Like, hey, you're doing this thing for yourself. And I, I, I texted um, my old boss, the, the owner of the gym that I used to trade out of. And I sent her a picture of this place where I was shopping downtown and letting her know that they had avocado mayo. 
And she was, she responded back and she said, and look at you shopping at oats and barley from the girl who was nervous to go to the short North and get a cup of coffee by herself. Not too long ago. Love it. And it almost made me cry because when I get in the flow, when I practice self-love, I can show up to life with more confidence. So self-love for me sometimes looks like having alone time at a tea or coffee shop by myself for a little bit. It looks like getting outside of my comfort zone and not staying in the comfort of what I already know. Sometimes it looks like taking a bath and using a bath bomb. Sometimes it looks like going to a movie alone or, you know, putting a face mask on. Sometimes it looks like sleeping in a little bit later when I need a little bit more rest. Sometimes it looks like working out. It looks different every day. So how can you begin to love yourself now that you know why it's important? It's important because when we have it, we can show up to ourselves in life. And that's fucking important. It's it's everything to wake up in the morning and not tear yourself apart in the mirror but to live life knowing that your purpose is to not be beautiful. And when we are in self-hate, all we can think about is being beautiful, being thin enough, being smart enough, being this enough, being that enough. But when that's not our sole purpose anymore, we can do life. Oh my God, you guys, I have so many moments of magic and beauty because my life isn't centered around being beautiful anymore. And because it's not centered around being beautiful, I can feel beautiful. I can feel empowered because I'm not letting society dictate how I make every decision about my life. I'm not letting society dictate that, you know, if, you know, when if if i eat something that doesn't align with what they say is good or bad or if i skip a workout so how can you create this in your life well you can set up a self-love ritual for a long time when i was getting up really early in the morning to train clients i would wake up 45 minutes earlier and i started to do my makeup and i didn't do my makeup because i didn't love myself without makeup i actually did my makeup because I don't I don't know why I started doing it, but it became fun. So it, it was right when I started listening to podcasts. So I'd wake up in the morning. I would start my coffee. I would then go into the bathroom, sit in my sink, and begin uh, my one of my favorite podcasts by Elizabeth, Elizabeth D'Alto. And I would listen to the podcast as I got ready in the morning. And it became fun. It became like art to put my eyeshadow on and you know do different things with my makeup based on how I was feeling and I don't wear makeup most days some days I do um, but it's never because I don't feel beautiful it's just because you know sometimes I feel like creating things on my face and it's fun and and I like when mascara makes my eyelashes look really dramatic it makes me feel you know fierce so that was part of my self-love ritual I you know got up brewed my coffee sat in my sink listened to a podcast and created art on my face that was literally me carving that time out and, you know, having those moments for myself. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, another way to create self-love in your life is to begin moving with a purpose. So when we are in the mindset of moving for weight loss, and I mean moving in the sense of working out, uh, 
every move you make then becomes, oh my gosh, am I, my legs going to get leaner if I do this move? Am I going to burn more fat if I do 12 of these versus eight? So when we can change that mindset into, I'm going to show up at the gym and what is my intention for the year, the month, the day, the week? Why am I here? I'm moving with a purpose. And for me, my intention pretty much every time I work out is to move with love, love for my body. And I have to remind myself of that all the time because it was really hard in the beginning. I used to, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm doing these reverse crunches because I want my abs to pop. I'm literally like eye rolling at myself right now. Um, But I get it because I've been there. So when we can change that, change the mindset from moving to alter your body composition to moving with a purpose, it then becomes, it makes moving enjoyable. And when moving becomes enjoyable, results happen because you stay committed. And that's everything. That's the secret right there. Another way that you can love yourself is you, you best pull out your phone right now if you're not already on it, though you can do it and listen at the same time. Instagram, homegirl, unfollow the people who don't genuinely inspire you, who make you feel good about your body. I only followed bikini competitors for three years. So do you know what my version of beautiful was? Glutes that you could bounce a quarter off of, rock solid abs. If you were anything other than that, if I was anything other than that, I did not feel beautiful. And so I started unfollowing people, but I still followed a some, be- some because I just, I wanted to know, what are they doing with their life? What's happening? It would make me angry because I would feel jealous and I would feel hate and I would feel anger and it would stem and I couldn't get myself out of that comparison trap. So what was the best thing for me to do? Unfollow them all. I unfollowed like five to 700 people and it was beautiful. Now my feed is filled with people and women that make me feel good. They make me feel happy. They make me feel inspired. So you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. You can just unfollow the people. And this is actually going to be surprisingly hard. You're not going to want to do it. But I encourage you to only follow those women and men or whomever that make you feel good. It's going to change your perception of beauty. It's going to change the way you feel about yourself. And I genuinely promise that because when we can get out of comparison, we can step into love and gratitude for our own bodies. So I gave you start a ritual, move with purpose, and then um, unfollow people on Instagram. So just stop that comparison feed. And then also date yourself, word up. You know, I think a really cool thing to do is on a Friday night, act as if you're about to go on a hot date. Like the person that you care about most in the world is about to come over to your house. What are you going to cook for them? How are you going to organize your house? You're going to clean up a little bit more. You're going to create a nice, comfortable space. What are you going to wear? Do you just want to wear underwear? Because that's what I do on Friday night. Turn up. I'm not wearing those leg prisons. And maybe you're going to stop at your you know local store and you're going to grab some bread and cheese. I learned this from a book that I'm reading called Pussy. And um, it's all about reclaiming your power as a woman. And she talked about this exact moment where she was like, you know, I was encouraged to date myself through this, you know, project that she was doing. And, you know, I went to the corner store and I got cheese and I got wine and I got this. And then I went home and I had created this whole day. I got really excited. I dressed up. 
for myself. So what would that date look like for you? On Friday nights, I will go to Whole Foods. I'll pick out some pre-made food. Sometimes I get like salmon and a salad, some sweet potato fries, maybe some halo top. I get a cake ball. I come home. I take my pants off. I put on Felicity. I have a movie date with myself. And I love it. I love creating that time for me because, you know, most of the time when people ask me out on a Friday night, I'm like, I mean, like they would be disappointed if I said no. And that's why I go. So evaluate, find a day. Maybe it's a Tuesday. Maybe it's a Wednesday afternoon. Find a time where you can date yourself and act as if you are creating time and space for somebody that you love dearly. Do all of the things that you would do for that person and then sit down and enjoy that you've just done all that for yourself. It's really beautiful. So date yourself. And then one way that you can love yourself is creating a safe space for yourself. Create a place of love and happiness. And I know it sounds kind of silly, but I really think that our space can affect how we feel. So for me, I, this sounds so goofy, but I did what my dad has been asking me to do my whole entire life. And I started making my bed. <laughs> I started making my bed. I, I honestly didn't make my bed until about three months ago. Um, I make my bed every morning and I have two candles right next to my bed. I cleared off my end table, all of my clothes, everything. So basically my room is my space and, and it feels like home. It feels safe. It feels loving. I sage it. So I take sage to clear out any negative energies, anything not happy vibes in there. So it stays, in my mind, it's pure, it's home, it's soft, it's magic, it's honey, it's love. I love it. And I've also created my dining room into my gym, and that's where I have my meditation station. So I have a couple crystals laid out, I have a candle there, I have some inspiring quotes, and I've created these safe spaces throughout my home to really just have a place to come to, to breathe, to sit, space for myself to just be. So my last tool for you guys is going to be create your toolbox. So I gave you a lot of tools, but I want you to go deeper. I want you to create a list of things that make you happy. So my list of things that make me happy, I have some small things, some things that require money, some things that are free. Um, One of my free things are Instagram memes. If I'm having a day where I just really I'm not happy with my body like I did on Monday when I went to go try on jeans and it was the first day of my period and I felt like a beached whale. I got into my car after almost crying in the store and I went to my favorite Instagrams that are really inappropriate and they make me belly laugh. Every single time they make me belly laugh and all I need is something to just bring me back into that happy flow and then I can start to rechange the conversation of hate that I've programmed in my brain. Mantras are another part of my toolbox. So positive affirmations, mantras that I can use to change, again, that mindset shift in my brain from hate into love. I like to go buy very expensive coffee. Makes me feel fancy. I don't know. Something about paying $4.55 for a cup of coffee. That just, it really does something for me. It makes me feel good. They take took the stress away of me figuring out how many scoops of coffee I needed One of my favorite things to do for free is put on some music. I like to get down with some sensual music. So like some Nikki Heaton, um, Marion Hill, Banks, Rihanna, 
Skin by Rihanna is one of my favorites. And I just put on the music. I'll lock on my doors just to make sure no one's coming in, even though it's my own house and no one's going to come in here. And I just start dancing and I move to the beat and I put my hands on my body, not in a super sexual way, so get your mind out of the gutter, but I move and I just feel the music and it allows me to connect to my body. I don't always have to do this with sensual music, but the sensual music allowed me to put my hands on my body where in a normal day I typically wouldn't. And it allowed me to just experience my body in a soft feminine way sometimes I'll put on like all American rejects and just rock out or the Veronica's and I'll just have a jam sesh or sometimes I'll put on rage against the machine and I'm just like like headbanging so create a list what does that list look like for you this is the list that you will choose to come to Because I know what it's like to be in the middle of self-hate and I know that it feels really powerless. And honestly, when we're in those self-hate conversations with ourselves, it's easier to stay in that victim, shame, guilt mindset than it is to choose the powerful one because it's, it's really hard for us to believe that we are such powerful beings and that we can get out of it. But you can. You are powerful beyond belief. You don't even know how powerful you are. But when you can begin to implement the things that I've, that I've taught you in this podcast, and you know, I would suggest listening to it again. Listen to it one, five, seven, ten times. Because self-love matters. And when we can get into self-love, we can show up to our lives better, to ourselves better. I know that when I am in a state of self-love, I show up better to those that I love because I'm full. My heart is full. I'm not seeking validation. I'm not seeking anything from anyone. I'm not trying to be good enough because I feel enough. I'm not trying to prove my worthiness because I know I'm worthy. So self-love matters because it allows you, you woman listening to this, it allows you to stand tall in your power. It allows you to make empowered decisions in your life. It allows you to show up fully for those you love. It allows you to approach relationships, intimate relationships with confidence. It allows you to walk into the gym, not with your head down, but your head up. And you're walking And you're moving with strength and purpose. So self-love matters. It really fucking matters. And I hope that this podcast resonated with you in some way. If nothing else, just to be like, ah, the thing that I've been missing. I I can relate to that because I, I keep sleeping with guys hoping that they'll make me feel better about myself. But I never feel better about myself. Why is that? Or I keep eating pizza and I keep eating myself. Ah, maybe if I loved myself, you know, I wouldn't numb the pain with food. So, what would it look like if nothing else stood in the way of you loving yourself? What would you need to get there? What would you do for yourself? So, I'm going to repeat the tools again. So, you can set up a, a ritual of sorts, a routine, if you don't like the word ritual. Um... You can create your toolbox. 
a list of things that you can come to when you're in the shit storms. You can come to really quick. Not, you know, it, it shouldn't, I mean, it could be anything, but like if you wrote, you know, going to Bali is going to really make you love yourself that, you know, it might take a while. So quick things that you can do to get back into your power. You can move with a purpose. So move your body, exercise, yoga, Zumba, hip hop, twerk on the wall, whatever is going to connect you back to your body. Unfollow those women that don't inspire you to love yourself more on Instagram and social media, create a safe space and then date yourself. So those are things that you can do to step back into love. And I would love if you have questions, um, direct message me on Instagram. My name on Instagram is strongchicksrock, or you can email me strongchicksrock.rachel at gmail.com. And I'd love to talk about it more with you. Um, Self-love matters. And it's such a core foundation of what I do with women. Because when you can stand in your truth, when you can stand in love, the fitness stuff, the nutrition stuff, it falls into place. But the mindset stuff has to come first. Your body, losing 20 pounds is not going to get you the self-love that you so desire. You know, when we want to lose weight, it's usually the feeling that we're after. What, what desired feeling are you after? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be confident? Do you want to feel, you know, whatever? And we think that losing 20 pounds is going to make us happy and feel confident. But it's only short-lived because it'll never be enough if we can't stand in our enoughness right now. So that's why you see me talk about self-love so much because it fucking matters. It's so important in what I do. Because when we can get that down, we can get the other stuff down. And then women don't need me anymore. You know, and that's what I want. I don't want to be someone's crutch forever. I want to, I want Strong Chick Strong to be the pathway for women to become empowered so they can make their own decisions, so they can go into the gym on their own and be confident, so they can eat things that honor their body and they can feel empowered doing it. So I hope you guys were as jazzed about this podcast as I was. I hope that in some way it resonated with you and that you can now try and create that same kind of love in your own body. Show up for yourself. What will that look like for you? Think about it. Shut your eyes for a second, literally, unless you're driving. Don't do that. What is your highest and best self look like? What does the you that loves her body look like? Not physically. What are you doing? How do you feel? If you shut your eyes and imagine yourself standing in a place of self-love, how do you feel? I'm shutting my eyes right now. It's cool, you guys. Do it for a second. I'm going to end this podcast wishing you clarity on how you're going to come into that place of love. If you have questions, message me. I'd be happy to talk about it. If you feel like you need a little bit more coaching on how to get to that place, guys, this is what I do for a living. I teach women how to move with purpose. I teach them how to eat for their body and I teach them how to come to a place of power and self-love. And if you feel like you need that in your life right now, 
you can go to my website, rachelturner.com, and you can go to work with me, and you can sign up for six weeks of coaching where we get really in-depth. You have 24-7 access to me, and I create an intention plan, a workout plan, nutrition coaching that works for you in your life, that brings you to a place, a place of empowerment, that brings you to self-love. So if you want that in your life, if you want me to be your coach, I would love that more than anything. If there's anything that I'm passionate about in this world, it is helping women come to a place of empowerment and love. So with that, I wish you a beautiful day. I am getting ready to go to New York City. If you listen to my other podcast, you know how long I've been dreaming about this for. So I'm going to go do my laundry because I still haven't done that or packed or done anything. So enjoy the rest of your day, you guys.